Welcome back, everyone, to the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap with Coach McDonald, the only place to get your Florida Keys prep sports news and history. You can find this podcast every Thursday at keysweekly.com. Please share and like. You can find me on Facebook at Florida Keys and Key West High School Sports History. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, Winter sports in full swing here in Monroe County. And I'm going to give you some results from last week. Key West High School and the Marathon Dolphins battled in basketball last Friday night up in Marathon. And we're going to talk about that boys game with both of the boys coaches, Coach Dexter Butler, Coach Kevin Freeman later on in the show. Coach Kevin Freeman's going to go into the vault and talk about some of his biggest wins against Key West and Coral Shores. Unfortunately for Coach Freeman, he does not have last Friday night to talk about uh, Marathon lost that game but in other sports let's break it down by school this week coral shores boys basketball last week lost to silver palms coral shores girls basketball lost to westminster last week um coral shores girls soccer was able to beat Keysgate three to zero Coral Shores Boys Soccer lost to Silver Palms last week. Coral Shores Boys Soccer beat Monsignor Pace 8-0. Coral Shores Boys Basketball beat Mast Academy last week 66-54. Coral Shores Boys Basketball also beat Palm Glades 63-49. Coral Shores Girls Basketball beat Keysgate 55-5. Big win for, for Keys, not for Keysgate, for Coral Shores. Um, and that's what Coral Shores did last week. Last week, Marathon was able, boys and girls soccer won via forfeit against Westwood. Um, Marathon boys basketball lost to David Posnick High School, 54-17. Marathon boys soccer beat Somerset South Homestead 8-1. The girls lost to Somerset South Homestead 7-1. Boys Basketball Marathon beat Horeb Christian 62-25 with 24 points from freshman Deshaun Holmes. Marathon Girls Soccer also beat Slam earlier last week 4-2. Marathon Girls Basketball beat Florida Christian 61-27. And for the Key West High School Conks, Early last week, they tied Doral Academy 1-1. Key West High School girls soccer beat Matter Academy 8-0. Key West boys soccer was at Mater Charter, and they won 9-0. Key West High School boys soccer was also at Coral Reef last week, where they won 2-0. Key West girls basketball lost to Marathon 61-43. Key West boys basketball beat Marathon 50-36. So that's last week in Monroe County and let's see what some of my takeaways are from that first of all um number one marathon girls soccer is playing very well this season they did lose a very tough game to Somerset South Homestead 7-1 to but they do have a lot of wins this year Coral Shores girls soccer is also off to a great start this year they're gonna play um this podcast comes out on Thursday they're playing on Monday at Coral Shores I know that's gonna be a great game for both teams 
Um, it was another great night in the marathon Key West basketball rivalry that you would honestly have to say the last 10 years has really heated up as far as the boys go and the girls basketball has always been a pretty heated rivalry going back at least 20, 25 years. So uh, Key West came up to Marathon last Friday night. The girls game was a real hard fought contest in the Marathon Girls team ended up winning that one, 61 to 43. Uh, Abriana Marshall for Marathon had a big game. Um, Elena Eubanks, Thomas Eubanks from Marathon football team's sister, had a big night. You know, Coach Garvey, Andre Garvey, his number was retired this year at Marathon High School for his outstanding athletic feats as a running back. And, and again, he coaches, he's an assistant coach uh, with the football program. He's the longest tenured football coach probably in the history of marathon number one. And he's been an assistant coach for the last 20, at least 20 years. Um, he is the head coach of the girls basketball team and he was able to get a win against Key West, which I'm sure was very satisfying to coach Garvey. Now, boys, on the other hand, you know, we had Dexter Butler coming on later in the podcast today to talk about this game and, and what it took to beat marathons. Kevin Freeman, um, the boys came in for Key West and they got off to a very, very, very fast start 19 to four after the first quarter. Um, Marathon did respond 16 to seven in the second quarter and it was 20 to 16 at the half. And there was a big crowd in Marathon with the Marathon fans, with the Key West fans and halftime. It was anybody's game, but Key West came out in the third and really took over and it wasn't really close after that. And Key West gets the first win. Not only for Coach Butler in this series, but their first win of the season. So congratulations to them. And maybe this is going to ignite them to further wins. I know they have a busy Christmas break. They're playing in a tournament um, out of Monroe County. Coral Shores is, is going to Orlando to play in a tournament. So good luck to them and good luck to all the winter sports teams this year. Uh, we're going to move right now into our interview with Coach Dexter Butler. All right, coming off of a big win last night, we have Key West High School varsity boys basketball coach Dexter Butler coming off a 50-36 to 36 win at Marathon last night. It gives Key West their first win on the year. Congratulations, Coach. How does it feel? Hey, Coach. Uh, thanks a lot, man. You know, I, I listen to this fantasy football show, and they always say that your coffee tastes better in the morning with a with a victory, and uh, I think that was that was appropriate for today, man. We're feeling good. Thanks. We're, we're happy to have that first win. The guys worked hard for it, and you know I'm proud of them. And just to set the scene, last night, you know, it was a very typical marathon Key West basketball game. You know, there was a great crowd. Key West traveled well. Uh, Coach Robert James drove the bus and drove the boys and the girls up to Marathon and, and took care of the transportation. But the beginning of, of the game, it, it's so funny looking at the box score. You guys open up early in the first quarter and take a 19-4 to lead. And then in the second quarter, Marathon really goes 16-7 and in the second quarter. So at the half, at the half you're up by six. You start out great, and then Marathon responds in the second, and all of a sudden you're down by six at the half. What do you say to the guys at halftime? 
Uh, to be honest with you, I wasn't a very happy coach going into the half. Uh, I thought we played great in that first quarter. Uh, it was our first. It was the best first quarter of our season. Uh, we've kind of been uh, coming out lackadaisical, and we've been getting sort of bum rushed in these first quarters. We were able to do some bullying of our own. And I was upset that we let them get back in the game. Uh, you know, obviously that, like you said, it was a great crowd. I thought we might have got got a little mixed up into the emotions of the game, and uh, you know, we 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 forgot our details. And so, with that, uh, along with a lot of fouling in that second quarter, uh, mm-hmm. we allowed Marathon to get back in the game. But I, you know, I, f- I felt that we were the better team at least for the first half, and it wasn't reflecting in the in the on the scoreboard. And so, yeah, I was upset about it. Yeah, you bring up a really good point. And I think, you know, it's important. It's your first time as a head coach coming to Marathon and playing in that rivalry. You know, Marathon's going to come down and play you guys. You're going to play Coral Shores this year. And the most important thing that you talked about is getting caught up in the emotions of that game. And I've seen a lot of those games. And, you know, I work at a school. So I work at Marathon. So you you feel the buildup during the week and and the buildup to those games are unlike any other game that you guys are going to play this season. And I've seen teams, you know, I've seen Marathon, I've seen Coral Shores, I've seen Key West get caught up in the emotions and get caught up in, in how, how big of a game that is. But you guys did a great job coming out in the third quarter and sort of, I would say, very early in the game, uh, you know, just showing your dominance again in the third quarter, going 14 and 7, you know, outscoring Marathon 14 to 7. But you know, these in-county games are so emotional. What did you do during the week to ensure everyone was going to sort of stay calm? Well, I mean, I, honestly, we just looked at it like, like any other game. Uh, we, we knew that there was going to be uh, a lot of marathon support there. We knew there was going to be a big crowd. Um, and, and we knew it was a game that we had to win. So um, outside of stressing, you know, that this was a must-win game, that we need to go in there and take care of business. Um, you know, I, 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 I really didn't, didn't stress, I didn't really didn't stress too much of it. We kind of just looked at it as a regular game, but obviously, uh, you know, our guys were, 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 were really, uh, excited to play. So looking at your box score last night, your high score last night was James Osborne, a freshman. Um, is that, first of all, is that rock son? That is that is the Rocks' uh, oldest son. Okay, uh, he's a fresh he's a freshman on the team. He started every game so far. He's uh he's learning a lot. You know he, he he's a freshman, but he's we think he's playing. He, he's going to be playing above his years uh, in the very near future. But uh, yeah, no, we're excited about James Osborne for sure. So he had fifteen. You had senior uh, Kavon Mills with eleven, and uh, Leonardo Batista, another freshman with eleven. So you have a, a couple of freshmen playing at a really high level, coming into this into this job at Key West High School, and knowing that you were sort of in a in a rebuilding mode. You have to be pleased by the way that the freshmen are playing for you guys right now. Oh uh, yeah, no, our freshmen are doing a great job. Leo uh, Batista, I was very pleased to see how he played last night. Uh, I was, I was, we were, and the coaching staff was really hoping to see him uh, shine. Uh, he had a great week of practice. Leo was actually one of our team captains, along with Watson Cherry, who was a senior. But uh, no, we we expect a lot from our from our freshmen. Uh, we have actually three freshmen on the team. Amari Butler Bailey got a little bit of playing time, number thirty. 
But uh, no, these guys, uh, you know, we're, we're asking a lot of them and we're proud of them for, for the way they've played so far and, and, and how they've, uh, you know, handled the season so far. You know, it hasn't been an easy schedule by any means. So, yeah, the future is bright, 100%. Now, that's something that struck me yesterday too, Coach, because I'm, I'm watching the game in the stands and Leo Batista, a freshman, is with the referees at the beginning of the game. He is a captain of the team. Now, if we go back through all of the years of conch basketball, how many freshmen have been captain of the varsity basketball team and sort of what caused you to make that decision about him? Well, to be honest with you, it was, it was a, it was something that I kind of had to think about over the entire summer going into the school year. We did not name team captains until the, our, our our actual uh, week of our first game. Um, To be honest with you, Leo was just somebody who I, um, and obviously that's a lot to put on a freshman, but, uh, Leo was somebody that from the very beginning, since he was attending our, our non-mandatory workouts, and by the way, he 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 doesn't miss he doesn't miss a workout. Uh, he's the first person at when we get on the bus uh, after we just won that game last night, saying, "Hey, coach, what time shoot around tomorrow?" You know, that's the kind of kid he is, and uh, he he's been leading our stretches from the very from the very beginning. Uh, he's been the guy. Uh, when we're not doing something, when we're having a sloppy practice, he's the one to say, hey, guys, come on, man, let's get it together, you know, and he's very vocal. And and also um, what I what really, I would say, what really uh, um, hit the nail uh, in the coffin for me was uh, the older guys, they had no issues with it. You know, I haven't seen one guy uh, tell him to shut up because he's a freshman. I haven't seen one guy that tells him that, he doesn't know what he's talking about or, or, or any, I haven't seen any pushback, you know? So I feel like uh, he did a great job kind of grabbing the bull by the horns. Um, and I think our other guys respect him and uh, you know, I think he earned it. I really do. So, you know, this being your first season and everything, what are your, what are your first impressions now that you've played a couple games, you had a preseason. Um, what do you think about the job so far? Oh, it's been great. You know, it's been exciting. You know, uh, I'm trying as my first year to not, you know, as you will go on this emotional roller coaster, you know, particularly with the team that we have here. Uh, I'm just trying to stay even keel, you know, but but it's but it's but, you know, I do remember when my when my father first took the job. I remember he used to never stay up late at night. And, and, and after he took that job for coaching basketball. I want to say we lost to Core Shores, one of the first games of, of the of the of the season, and I remember him staying back in in in, in our living room, you know, late at night watching the game film, uh, spending a lot of spending a lot of time with the clipboard, and uh, it's kind of addicting to be honest with you. Um, you, you know, at this time, uh, you really uh, you really got to be thankful for your wives at home, you know, because. You really are consumed quite a bit. I would say, you know, a big thanks to all of my coaches' wives and and and, and significant others at home because we, we really are glued into this season. But, uh, no, I'm having fun. It's been a great ride so far. These are a great group of kids. Uh, it's going to be a great season. You know, we just got to continue to get better every day and continue to build on what we're doing. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, that, that's a great point that, that you point out as far as like when you start coaching and especially when you're a head coach, you know, all eyes are on you and you're putting out a product every single game. There's a product and there's people watching, you know, there's no denying you either you either win or you lose. And if you lose for a long period of time, you're just not going to have that job anymore. So there is some pressure and you're going to stay up at night and you're going to try to put the best product that you can out there. Now, tonight, I mean, you know, this podcast is going to come out on Thursday. You know, you played um, at Marathon fr- last Friday night. And then Saturday, you're playing Keysgate as a home game. And then you're sort I'm sorry. Actually, tonight we got we got Boyd Anderson. Oh, that's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then next next Saturday is Keysgate, though. So you have Boyd Anderson coming tonight and, you know, that's that's a long time public school in Broward County. They're five and two coming off that big win tonight. Hopefully you guys get a win at home tonight and then you have Keysgate at home at 1217. Then what is your plan for Christmas break? Uh, We are going to a um, a holiday Christmas tournament at Archbishop McCarthy. Uh, it's, it's Wednesday. It's going to be, uh, the 20, it's the, let me get this here. It is the 21st through the 23rd of December. Uh, we're going to, you know, obviously look to do some, some team bonding and have some fun and also play some good basketball up there. I mean, we got a couple good teams in that tournament. So, uh, I'm excited. It's going to be our first overnight trip. So we're going to be going up to, to Archbishop, uh, McCarthy Christmas class. You know, I have about one more question for you and I was sort of fascinated looking at your roster today and going to the game last night, you know, you're the head coach of the boys basketball team, but there's so many other connections to prior head coaches, you know, like Tony McDowell, I think he was the coach at at one point. He is a, he's a great coach, coaches everything at Key West high school. He's on your staff. Uh, I see DR around. He's a former coach. It seems like he's sort of helping you guys out. And then you have like, um, you have rock Osborne's son on the team. And then like within the keys, you always think about Key West with so many traditions. And I was just, I thought it was, I got a huge kick out of it last night, seeing how many different, head coaches are sort of contributing and trying to help your program and you as a coach grow yeah i can't be more thankful uh one one thing uh one reason why i took the job and one one of my goals was to kind of bring the basketball community together uh coach dr is helping us out on a volunteer basis coach tony is our head jv coach tony mcdowell uh, Coach Tommy Butler and Coach Antonio Guillem uh, are helping us out. Antonio wasn't able to make it last night, um, but uh, he's been, he's he's been heavily involved in the program. Those guys were part of our undefeated season. I believe it was what maybe 2010, 2011, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and, and yeah, no, I'm I'm hoping to bring everybody together. I'm hoping to get these kids as much information and knowledge as possible. Um, you know, we had Coach Dave Fedor stop by when he was in town. Uh, uh, Julian Butler, great bat, great conk basketball legend, said stop by and talk with the team a few times. And I just want these guys to get to understand and get that feeling that, you know, they are a part of something. You know, we have a great, rich tradition of basketball down here in Key West, and they're going to be the next. They're going to be the next. I want them to think that way. I want them to think they're going to be the next great basketball team coming here soon. 
Well, I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season. There's going to be some great matchups for you guys. You know, I know that Coach Freeman and, and Marathon is looking forward to coming to Key West. And we also have uh, last week on the podcast, we had Coach Mandozi from Coral Shores High School. And I know that you're looking forward to, to playing him for the first time. And I think there's going to be a lot of great games in Monroe County this year. And I'm hoping the best for you, Coach Butler. And I hope the rest of your season goes well. Thank you, Coach. Yes, we got a lot of tough matchups. Um, we got a tough schedule ahead, but uh, we're going to take one game at a time, one one possession at a time. And, you know, like I said, just 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 keep getting better. But but thank you very much. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and good luck this week, Coach. All right, Coach. Good seeing you last night. Oh, good. Great seeing you, too. Bye bye. Right now on the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap Podcast on the hotline, we have Coach Kevin Freeman coming off Friday night's game against Key West, and we're going to look at the rest of his season, and we're going to look back a little bit. How are you doing today, Coach? I'm doing well. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for having me again. Um, so going into last Friday night, you have the big rivalry you know, there's really two rivalries for you. There's the Key West rivalry and there's the Coral Shores rivalry. And and that Key West Marathon rivalry was in full swing last Friday night. The girls basketball team from Marathon, they start out out of the gate and they get a win against Key West. Um, you guys are playing Key West after that. Uh, what was the mood all week about the game? Were the kids excited to play? Do they understand the significance of the rivalry? Yeah, uh, we were definitely, I thought we were ready. Um, we had two games earlier that week. We won our first game on uh, Tuesday, and um, Thursday night did not go so well. Um, but I don't know if it was just we were just looking forward to Friday's game or not. But, um, you know, Thursday we didn't play very well. But, you know, we got in the van, we're on the ride home. And I said, all right, let's just worry about Key West now. Let's put this game behind us. And, uh, you know, the boys seemed ready. Um <laughs> Excuse me. A lot of these players, most all of these players on this team, um, haven't beat Key West yet, and a lot of the players on the team are are. This was their first Key West, you know, marathon game, playing in front of a big gym, which I thought we had a, a really good crowd. It was loud. Um, so we, yeah, I thought we were ready. Um, we were, uh, we just we were hyped up. We were excited to play in front of our home crowd on a big Friday night. We had a big pep rally on Friday uh, for the winter sports. And, yeah, I thought we were ready. Well, Key West comes out. And one of the things I was talking to to Coach Butler uh, previously on the podcast, he was very concerned this season because Key West had been a very slow starting team out of the gate. But they were able to reverse that in the first quarter, uh, taking a 19 to 4 lead. Uh, at the end of the first quarter. Now, something happened a- after that because in the second quarter, you guys responded and ended up winning that quarter 16-7. to seven. So what do you attribute that difference to? Yeah, we just, uh, we, well, it helps when you make baskets and not turn the ball over. We got off to a uh, god-awful start in that first quarter. Um, you know, five or six of our uh, first possessions, or we turned the ball over. Um we just, you know, we just, we had more turnovers than shots attempted and uh, the pressure got to us, I think. But once that second quarter hit, um, we started to settle down a little bit. Uh, we were driving to the basket, getting fouled, and we made our free throws. Um, and I think at one point we made six in a row to kind of get us back into the game. It was, like you said, it was 
I think it was 17 to four at one point. And then you said 19 to four. Um, mm-hmm. And then it was 20 to 16, um, you know, or 19 to 16. We went on a 12-0 run, uh, made a couple baskets, made some free throws, played good defense. I thought our defense was pretty good most of the night. Uh, we boxed out, you know, every team that we play is going to be bigger than us. So we have to box out. We have to get physical under the boards. And, and I thought we did that. We, uh, Deshaun Holmes and uh, Fisher and uh, Oscar all rebounded really well for us, Oscar Garcia. Um, and I think, you know, we, we got stops and then we, you know, we capitalized on the other end. And to, uh, you know, cut it to 26-20 at halftime and, and thought that we were, you know, we were in this game. Um Going into the just to skip ahead, going into the third quarter in the past couple of years, our third quarters have been horrendous. We just we, we we play well in the second quarter, we have good momentum going into halftime, and all of a sudden we don't play well. And, and you know, unfortunately, it happened to get into the third quarter, they went on a little run, and then we just felt like we were fighting the whole way trying to get back into it. Well, it's too bad, you know, for you that that that's not taken into consideration because in the second quarter and the fourth quarter, you guys won those by a combined 26 to 16. And then, you know, the first quarter and the third quarter, uh, Key West, you know, 19 to four in the first quarter and 14 to seven in the third quarter. So, I mean, as a coach for you. I guess definitely you're going to have some bright spots to take away from this. And one of the biggest ones is going to be freshman Deshaun Holmes. I felt that his play for a freshman was pretty outrageous. What do you think? I 100% agree. Um, he, uh, Tuesday night, you know, two games before he had a, you know, well, every game is going to be a career high almost for him since this is his first year playing, but we had 24 points this uh on tuesday and then didn't play well that thursday so i was kind of like oh what's gonna happen he came out ready to play you know he has has no clue about this rivalry you know he never played in it before and he was just playing basketball um he had seven blocks you know which is huge um he rebounded well um and you know even some of the shots that he didn't block he affected you know and and we talked to him about that you know sometimes you're not going to get a block shot but you are going to be able to affect the shot, you know, and just be there, just your presence there. So, um, but yeah, he has some big blocks. He has a, a natural instinct that a lot of people don't have. It's just, he's able to get there and he's long, he's got really long arms and, and um, he, he just, it's just almost uh, instinct for him. And yeah, he, I thought he played really, really well. I mean, I don't, points weren't that great, but uh, rebounds and defense were unbelievable. Right, but as far as a freshman player playing his first varsity yeah. season, yeah. he showed up like really ready to play. He showed up, yeah. He was, yeah, he was, he was ready. But I, I, you know, again, it's you know being a freshman and not knowing what to expect, and you know, he just he just played basketball. That's all he did was play ball. Didn't think, just played ball. You know. So moving forward into Christmas break and and at the beginning of the year 2023, um, what do you guys have going basketball-wise in the next couple weeks? Well, we have two more games next week to finish out the first part of the season. Um, We're away at Archimedean on Tuesday and then another rivalry game on next Thursday uh, with Coral Shores at home. Um, And, you know, we battle with them, you know, forever. And and, uh, I know uh, their head coach, Jared, very well. And you know, they'll be ready and hopefully we'll be ready as well. Uh, then we've got the Christmas break. We'll um, take that time to practice, get better, work hard. And then, uh, you know, our first game out after the Christmas break is against Palmer. And then 
you know, we have three games a week till the end of the season. So it's going to be, it's going to be a busy month, month and, you know, five weeks. And you match up with Coral Shores. Coral Shores coming right now. They are four and two this season. And Coach up there has been doing a great job the last couple of years building up that yeah. program. What are yep. you doing to prepare your team for Coral Shores this week? Well, we know Coral Shores is physical as well. And again, they're going to be bigger than us. So we've got to box out. We've got to defend well. Um, and we just got to be able to handle the pressure. That's what we're, that's our main concern right now is just handling the pressure and um but you know we'll get there um, i don't have any worries about that we just i think the more games that we play uh you know obviously the better we're gonna i think we're gonna get better and we're gonna be able to handle the pressure uh, uh better so uh yeah we're just you know we're obviously we're gonna worry about um our comedian first on tuesday and then you know we'll get to work for coral shores on thursday um but yeah we're just gonna have to box out they're aggressive they're uh the quarterback from their football team is uh, probably their best player. So we're going to have to, you know, definitely focus on him and, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Hey, this is what you get all the big bucks for. You got to get one rivalry game right after the other. Now we've covered. I love it. I love it. Absolutely. Everybody loves playing against, you know, these, these in County rivalry games. There's, you don't have to travel as far. Oh, obviously, but then there's like this atmosphere there that's different from any type of game that's being played. Right. right. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, like you said, we don't. Well, like I said, we don't have to travel that far. It's Ed County. Uh, their fans come to our place. Our fans go to their place. So it's just easy to get to. And so there's definitely be more people, and you know, a lot more energy in the crowd. I mean, I really thought, you know, uh, Friday night at, or, against Key West, that was the best, or that's the loudest gym that we've had quite some time since you know to probably 2019 um so it was good i mean it was a fun crowd i mean i could barely hear myself think in there and um it was good so i think i'm hoping thursday night will be the same so we've we've covered the present we've covered the future now let's go back in the past since you're the longest tenured basketball coach in monroe county and you've participated in so many of these rivalry games against marathon i'm sorry against key west and against coral shores in this environment in these rivalry games which games stick out to you most in either coral shores and and key west there's probably three or four games i mean we went a long time without playing Key West without beating them. Um, like when you started, when you started coaching, when I started coaching, yes. Right. So um, what year did you start? You started in what? 2002. Yeah. 2002. Okay. Um, I think 2010 was the first time we beat them. That was our, our team with Naren Ross and, and um, Dwayne Ellis and, uh, Nate Kitchen. I mean, we had a really good team. We won districts that year, and we beat them here. Um, and that was the first time we ever beat Key West. So that was that was that was you know pretty special for us. So 2002 um, to 2010. So basically, I hate to bring this up. Eight or nine seasons. So you're like 0 and 16 against them. Yeah, exactly. So you're playing and, them and, at home. You're West, playing them yeah. away. Sorry. Yeah, and Key West had some great teams. I mean, their 2002 team or through 2000 five or six i mean they had some really 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 good teams um but then you know i think around 2010 you know the tide started to turn a little bit we've we've been there a while we're starting to build a culture um and then after that you know we beat key west we're like all right we can you know we can play with them 
Um, now, I think the next probably the next biggest one that I can remember is you know, when uh, Key West invited us to play them at the Miami Heat Arena. Right. I believe that was uh, gosh, like twenty seventeen. Yeah, twenty. It would be twenty seventeen. Yes, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Um, what yeah, was how how because I was talking about this the other day. How did that whole game like? It's very rare, obviously, for high school teams to play at the Miami Heat Arena. What were right. the circumstances leading up to that that allowed you guys to go there? We just. Um, well, Key West came up with the idea, and they were like, you know, if you can sell this this many tickets, you know, we can play at the uh, at the Heat Arena. And I was like, all right, let's, you know, we got a pretty good team this year. Let's, I think it'll be fun. I think we'll have a good fan base that, that will travel as well. And you know, I, even though it was their home game, I think we had more fans than they did. Um, and you know, we got a win there. It was unbelievable. It was a uh, uh, I think you know this guy, Jackson McDonald. Uh, it was his first dunk in a high school game. Um, Jamal uh, Qualls. It was Jamal Qualls' first game, uh, first dunk in a game as well. So it was pretty exciting. I mean, and obviously to play on the Heat Arena and that huge space. Um, you know, we just it was it was an incredible game, and that was the first time you know we'd already beat Key West that year. So at home, so that was the first time we swept Key West. Um, right. So you sort of did that one the easy way because you play them at home right before Christmas. I remember a super hard fought game that year that right. came down to the wire, but you end up getting the win. It's the day before Christmas break. Everybody takes off. You guys come back. And instead of having to play Key West at home in Key West, which is always such a humongously jam-packed pressure cooker event you guys are sort of going to a neutral site this year that year to play at the miami heat arena and what really sticks out to me about that game that made it so special was probably nine ten members of your team last year that year really contributed to that win where they each had their moments. You know, I could remember at one point, um, you know, Cameron Chaplin had had a little moment, you know, where, where he sort of took over. Trey hit a couple shots. Tommy hit a couple shots. They exactly. shot, you know, the, everybody, everybody sort of had their time to shine there. And that's what really made that win special. And also having a lot of people from Marathon there, a lot of people we from did. I think we sold like two or 300 tickets for just for Marathon. Right. Um, we had, you know, the party buses come up and uh, school bus came up. And I mean, it was it was definitely special. I mean, I'll never forget that. And Key West, Key West traveled very well for that game, yeah. too. And, and that was that was a, a big one for you. But what other games stand out? Uh, well, probably the best Key West game that I remember or that I think is the uh, um, 2019. We had already beat Key West at our place. Um, and now we're going to Key West. We haven't won in Key West since 19, I think it was 1995, um, Tony Bryant senior year. No, he didn't around win. That, he, around they, that they, didn't, they didn't win down there. He had That was the game that we looked at where he had 48 oh, he had points. 48. That's right. That's or, right. Yeah, he had 48 and still lost. So I don't really know. And, I, and if anybody knows, email me at sports at, at keysweekly.com yeah. or uh, find me on Facebook and let me know if another marathon team has one in key west so so keep on i'm sorry yeah so no that's okay no uh, um yeah so we it was a big game i 
Key West gyms are packed, but I had never seen it that packed. And it was, and it was, you know, both stands were out on both sides. It was packed on both sides. Marathon's crowd traveled uh, really, really well. Um, it was, I mean, it was hot in there. You could barely hear anybody. Um, it was, it was incredible. And we were, honestly, we were ready. We knew we could beat them. We already beat them once. We knew we could beat them. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're midway through the second quarter and we're down 22 points. You know, nothing went our way. We just couldn't get, we couldn't get going. We couldn't find a rhythm. Um, and then right with about two minutes left to go in the second, in the second quarter, uh, Steven Hernandez hit a couple threes. And then all of a sudden we're down 14. Uh, you know, got a couple stops. We're down 14. All right. And, um, you know, we went outside uh, a little, you know, halftime group uh, meeting. And, um, you know, we felt like we had it. We still had a chance. If we fight and we play good defense and we focus on getting stops, then we got a chance. And that's what we did. You know, we came out gang like gangbusters in the third quarter, um, made the game, you know, felt like, all right, we could get this. If we can just get over that hump, just get it, just take the lead. Once we take the lead, we know we, know we could win that game. And it was just like a wave that couldn't be stopped. I mean, we just kept going and going, getting steals, getting easy buckets, uh, had a couple dunks. Uh, the crowd, you know, our crowd was in it. Their crowd was getting quiet. Um, it was just, it was, it was an unbelievable experience. I can still like, I still remember how I feel or how I felt uh, when, when I realized we're going to win down in Key West. It was just a, a huge win. You know, um, we had the lead with, we had, we were up 12 with, you know, with the ball, with a couple of seconds left. And Jamal said, to heck with it. I'm not going to dribble it out. I'm going to go in for a dunk and end the game on a dunk. And that was it. But, you know, obviously <laughs> we celebrated and it was a, that was a tremendous win for us. So how about in that Coral Shores rivalry of, of all the times that you've played Coral Shores, what one game sticks out in your mind when you think about Probably that? the first time that uh, we had coached a team or, you know, my staff had coached a team where we scored a hundred points. Um, that's, you know, it doesn't happen that much and um, or happens that very often in, in, in high school basketball. And, you know, we were up 44 to 17 or something like that at the end of the first quarter. And we were like, we were talking about like, we might be able to get a hundred points here. And, and, and it wasn't even like, you know, we're trying to run up the score because I think the, the final was 101 to 75. So it wasn't like a 101 to 30 some where you see some teams blowing people out. I mean, it was, a you know, after that first quarter, it was pretty even throughout. Um, but yeah, once we got to, um, you know, we were at 99 and uh, uh, kind of, uh, we got to 100. And it was kind of cool that, you know, my son, uh, Christopher Freeman had a, a free throw to make it 101. So it was, that was a, that was a, Pretty cool game to uh, experience at Coral Shores, and that was at Coral Shores. One other, the other, the other Coral, the other, sorry, the other oh, yeah. uh, great Coral Shores game that I thought we had we had played was at our place, um, and uh, we had all the momentum going, and uh, uh, Jackson McDonald caught a you know caught an inbounds pass, faked the handoff, went in for a dunk, got fouled. Uh, it was the hardest he's ever gone to the basket, and. Uh, you know, the place just went absolutely uh, nuts. Um, that, I mean, that moment, that, that moment was probably one of my favorite moments of, of coaching. Um, but yeah, that was a huge game too. So, so quite the career that's just starting off right now for you, Mr. Freeman, um, big games against marathon, big games against 
Key West big, big games against Coral Shores. So yeah. the rest of the season, you guys are going to be putting in work and looking forward to play Coral Shores uh, tomorrow night, Friday night, and playing Key West one more time. You're going to go down there. You got two more against Coral Shores. And of right. course, well, you know what, what we seem to forget down here is that there's also other teams that we play. So yeah, yeah, yeah. good, good luck on the rest of your season. And we'll check when we'll check back in with you in a couple weeks to see how it's going. Okay. Sounds good, Sean. Thanks so much, buddy. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast to the Keys Weekly Sports Wrap with Coach McDonald. This is the only place to get your Florida Keys, prep sports, news, and history. You could find this podcast every Thursday at keysweekly.com. Please share and like. You could find me on Facebook at Florida Keys and Key West High School Sports History. And guys, remember, tune in to the next podcast. It'll be out Thursday at keysweekly.com.